just having fun with it. Thank you for. I just wanted to say the fact that I'm talking to you right now means that you actually that you're listening right now. So shout out you. Shout out you. Shout out you. And forward please. Welcome to episode 23 of the Inform Recluse podcast. I am your host Marte, aka Iggy, aka Igloo, aka Ig Mac with the big sack, aka the. G and a G4 duo, aka whatever other nicknames you have for me, because there are so many and I do appreciate them all. Why did I make this ridiculous pact with myself just a few days ago? So, because I've been just like wilding, like I talked about previously, I made a pact with myself that I can't and will not get a haircut until I lose seven pounds. That was about three days ago. Granted, it's not that hard for me to do it, but if you know me, bro, like, you, I go to the barbershop every week, bro. Like, this is, like, church for me. <laughs> and I'm, like, sitting here this morning, bro, like, I'm salty. Like, I was stupid salty. I'm like, bro, I need a haircut. Or I ain't going to say I need a haircut. Bro, I want a haircut because, you feel me, like, that's what I do. Like, I stay fresh. Like, with, I stay with a fresh cut, no matter what. So I guess I just got to hold myself accountable for the words and the packs that I make with myself. But still, I'm kind of salty about it. But we're going to drop this little seven pounds. Because I ain't really got nothing going on this month. I'm really just chilling, like, all August, like, for the remainder of August. Like, I'm just in the gym, like, for real. Like, I'm just real chill. Because there's not a lot going on. The summer's kind of winding down. I've had an amazing summer. I hope y'all have too. It's been really fun. Got a few more little events planned, but nothing this month, you feel me? Nothing too crazy. And then the class reunion is today, the 10-year reunion. I thought about going several times over and over, but at the end of the day, bro, I don't get no fuck. <laughs> like, I ain't trying to see none of them niggas. Like, the people that I want to see from high school are the people that kind of stuck around. And if I don't fuck with you, like, cool. Like, for me, it's like social media has kind of become the reunion where it's like y'all here in my face whenever I want. So it's like, why do I need to meet up with you? to spend so much money on a ticket, to spend so much money on alcohol, have all of these sad and fake conversations, pretend about, pretend that those were the glory days back in 08 and 09. You feel me? Like, probably run into some people I don't recall at all, feel bad about it for a split second, then realize I don't give no fuck, I never gotta see you again. So, like, why go waste five hours of my time? Why would I pay to go waste five hours of my time to go do that? Class reunions are fucking stupid. I don't know. That's just that's just thought. But I'm not going. I'm, I'm going to be in the crib, stupid chilling. You know what I am going to be doing? Playing the, I'm going to be playing the Glory Days. NCAA football 2008. That's what I'm going to be doing. Probably get some vino or something. Yeah, I'm gonna be chilling, man. I ain't got time for that. Fuck y'all. But shout out to the class always. That shit, it, it's just funny to me, like seeing that, like how everybody around you, everybody had a plan, right? Like 
and we had these grand ideas back when we were 16, 17. And not many of those plans have worked out for the majority of us. Some of us have, but the majority of us, they haven't. I don't think I ever really had a plan, like, probably till senior year. Like, I knew I wanted to be a sports broadcaster. But then, like, as I got older, I realized, bro, all that TV shit, just politics and bullshit. And, like, you see it coming to the forefront with personalities like Michael Smith, Jamel Hill. You feel me? Like, and it's like, why would I want to do that if everything that I'm going to want to say, being the man that I am, the human that I am, is going to be restricted? With Dan Lebatar, you see that situation that happened last month. It's just like, bro, the world is far more dense and complicated and emotional than sports. And I believe we touched on this topic before. I can't really recall if it was a conversation I had off wax or on. But in any case, like, sports is fucking stupid. Like, when you think about the toll that sports takes on not only the individuals, but the nations and the cities and the neighborhoods and the families, like, it kind of fractures relationships where there should be unity, right? So people always be like, there's unity in sports and brotherhood and sisterhood and learning how to be an adult and responsibility. and That's a bunch of malarkey. We all know it. Sports at the end, like, it doesn't, like, it don't really matter, bro. Like, <laughs> like it's just something to do. Like, isn't sports? It's a, it's a platform now because more athletes are speaking out, which is super dope. But it's like at the end of the day, bro, none of that really matters in the grand scheme of things, outside of capitalism. And capitalism isn't real unless we accept it as real, which we continuously do on a day-to-day -day basis. But that's a whole nother topic for another day. But yeah, like it's just funny to see like how people plans haven't come to fruition, how some people in their decision making have completely eradicated any hope of becoming really anything except the person that they are today. And for me, like, that's another reason I don't want to go because it's like, bro, y'all lives are kind of trash <laughs> and I can't really relate to that like and even like the career men and the career women is like bro y'all like what y'all decided to do is kind of trash and I'm like an I've always been the asshole but that's because I'm honest so if you come up to me talking about you the police now like you lame as hell like and I'm going to tell you that like I can't withhold that information just because we're here in this PCS environment that is a class reunion. So that's another reason I want to go. Like, I don't want to watch y'all people who've fallen short of the trajectory in which you had chosen to put yourself on 10 years ago fail to reach. Like, and I don't want y'all to be all up in my business asking me what I do. 
and why it is that I do what I do. Because I don't fucking know. Like, this wasn't a part of the plan, right? I had no plan, like I said. So I don't know. I don't have a conversation for it. I just make, I just take these white people money to do what I do and I go home. And I come and I talk on the microphone to myself and I tell y'all about my life, sometimes. But most of the time I inform y'all about issues that matter. But getting older, like, I'm planning shit, you feel me? Because triangle offense, man, like everything, I, like all of the maneuvers I make and all of the guesses I say and all of the no's that I say, like, bro, it all goes back to my kids. Like, that's my only plan. Like, I know exactly when I want to have my kids. And I say that knowing that I know who I'm going to marry. Like, I know who I'm going to marry right now. Like, I can tell you right now. And the only person that can really fuck that up is her. But you let people live. Like, that's what I'm doing because I'm not ready to sit here and commit to somebody. But I know exactly who I'm going to be with. I know exactly when I want to have my kids. You feel me? Like, I have that part planned out. I know exactly where I'm trying to take this thing. And I know exactly how I'm wanting to accrue revenue to become a self-sustaining business. Like, that. now now I have a plan. Like, it took me fucking till 26 <laughs> to come up with it. And it took me till, what, 26, 27 to know, like, this is the person for me for real. Like, if I'm keeping it a bean, everything else is just for shits and giggles. Like, I'm really out here enjoying my life because I don't want to be the guy who said I didn't do enough. Like, I didn't live enough. So, But nonetheless, when you go back to it, bro, We've all come short of expectations, and that's okay because happiness is a function of expectation. So when you have the maturity level to really reset your expectations, not only for yourself, but for the environment around you, then you can not only hold yourself truly accountable, but you can hold the public accountable, your counterparts, etc., accountable. And you can move forward attempting to shoot par for the course and be happy. And really, that's all that matters at this point. Like, just take care of your kids, man. And fucking be happy. Everything else is just noise. Everything else is just created. And it's the circle of life, bro. And stand up for what you believe in, for real. Because we live in a day and age, man... Everybody has a platform or a voice, and everybody appears to be using that. But when we get to the crux of the situation, like nobody really bands together to accomplish real, meaningful, history altering, ideology changing, system breaking outcomes you feel me it's just like it's the same vicious cycle and getting into that the mass shootings are a perfect example because it's like and that and this is a big reason why I didn't do this podcast when I said I was going to do on Sunday because 
when we get into this family topic, it's a bit jarring. You feel me? Like I'm I'm not holding no punches on that. And like to go in the studio the same day that two cities were overwhelmed with mass murders, like that just felt sloppy. You know what I mean? So I just wanted to step take a step back and let people grieve in their own way. And even myself, bro, because like you think you think about these things happening, like, but you never really believe that it'll happen to you or happen to somebody you love. But these people are inserting themselves into our lives by force. Like these mass murderers are just, they're wandering around every day. And when they make the decision to snap, for lack of a better term, then that's going to affect us all. Whether first-hand, second-hand, 45th-hand, but those people that died, they were our neighbors, bro. Like, they were ordinary people like you and I. And nobody deserves to go out like that. And just reading some of those stories, bro, that's, that makes my stomach hurt. It makes my heart weak, bro. Like, it's heartbreaking information. But it's like you have to read it. Like, you can't desensitize yourself from that. You can't read the headline or hashtag or say you praying. Like, you can't do that. Like, you got to take it all in and you got to fucking feel, man. And that shit hurts, bro. Like, you know how many people, mothers and fathers, nieces, nephews, aunties, uncles, brothers, sisters, they didn't go home on Sunday. All because two fucking white people decided today was the day that they had had enough. And enough of what exactly? We don't fucking know, man. That's why I hate when, like, when it happens and... The only thing the news can fucking do is interview people. And it's just sick to me how they do this. Like, the FBI is investigating the method behind or the reasoning behind this shooting or this crime. And it's like, bro, like, who gives a fuck why they did it, bro? They did it. Like, you feel me? They, they did it. Like, motherfuckers is real life dead. For whatever reason, that, that part don't matter. Like, that's what we reporting on right now. Like, that shouldn't be topic of conversation right now, bro. We need to be talking about solutions to this problem until we figure it out, bro. Like, everybody want to argue. Motherfuckers want to go take pictures. Motherfuckers want to go hug. Like, no. We need to get to the root of the issue, bro. Like, and then all of this, not to make it such a sick point, but when you really think about it, all of this just goes back to big corporation, bro. Like, goes back to lobbyists. Because all, like, all of the legislation in the world, we can change a lot of the problems that we have. We can change so much in this country just through the power of legislation. 
But we live in a capitalistic society where lobbyists and big companies and billionaires and multimillionaires, bro, they the, they're the real legislators. Like, politicians are fucking human, bro. They're weak, bro. Everybody is susceptible. Everybody has a background. Everybody has a secret. And when you finally get those authentic people on the forefront, it's just too real for the majority of the idiots to even grasp the ideology or the idea, excuse me, that this person is really here for us. Like, it's not just a show and pony, a dog and pony show. Like, this shit is really happening. Like, there's somebody willing to stand up for us, but there's nothing we can do. Like, we're not even talking to each other. We use this opportunity to argue with each other, to create content on CNN and Fox News, MSNBC, all of these big outlets that just disparage each other time and time and again for the love of the viewer. And those viewers are fucking sick, bro. Because these are real people's lives. And to sit there and be desensitized to it and to argue literally on a national platform for days on end about what the others are not doing instead of coming together and conversing with real thought and real pain and real hurt. You feel me? Really, t really honing those emotions to come up with legislation that protects the majority of us. Because this should not be happening. Like it really should not be happening. And I don't want to sit here and talk about what's the cause of it. Is it mental health? Is that a sickness? Or is it loneliness? Or is it bullying? Or whatever. I don't want to talk about... Because fuck them. I don't get no fuck about them shooters, bro. Fuck them. Fuck them, fuck them, bro. We need to talk about real, tangible solutions every day until we as a nation come up with a way to protect the citizens of said nation because right now we are not doing it, bro. We've seen kids die, the elderly die, the LBGTQ community die, blacks die, white high schoolers die. We've seen every fucking group of people that this nation has to offer, Muslims, be victims of mass shootings and nobody has done anything to forward the progression of making this thing stop. Nobody. We haven't done shit, bro. Everything's the same. Everything's the same. From Sandy Hook till now. From Parkland till now. And what are we going to say next time? From Dayton and El Paso till the next time. 
Do you have confidence in this country that we are going to be able to change the legislation to mitigate this situation from happening again? Because I don't. And I'm tired of feeling like that. It's scary hours, man. It's, it's really scary when it really hits close to home, bro. Like everything is happening and nothing's happening at the same time. It's really preposterous when you sit and you ponder it and you emote with it, which most people aren't doing. You just read the headlines, you retweet, you hashtag, and you fucking move on with your week. And it's really been sitting with me, bro, just thinking about all of the things that have been going on since Sunday. Motherfuckers is talking about Trump pardoning or commuting Rob Lagojevich four days after two mass shootings, bro. <laughs> Fuck Rob Lagojevich. We need legislation. We need change, bro. We need to band together, man, like, because we can't continue to let this happen. Las Vegas happened, bro. Las Vegas really happened. Motherfuckers is really out here killing numerous people. In less than 10 minutes, bro. We got real life terrorists walking around the soil of the United States, probably getting on the trains with us, on the expressways with us, watching our children, walking through the neighborhood, in the grocery stores, at the cleaners, at the laundromat. Like these are fucking everyday people. Like, imagine going to Walmart and never coming home. Like, just to, like, imagine that shit. Like, that's a reality in the United States of a fucking America. The richest country on fucking planet Earth. Imagine that. Imagine telling your significant other, your mom, your little sister... Yo, cousin, hey, I'm going to get a carton of almond milk. I'll be right back. And never coming right back. Because your government failed to protect you. Time after time after time after time after time. It's fucking scary. And to make it even more of a point, imagine if these people were of any nationality of color where immigration could have been a talking point. Imagine what would have happened with legislation immediately. So the hypocrisy of our, govern, of our government, bro, is <laughs> it's, it's just... It's so stupid. Everything is stupid. 
Cause bro, we the only like human to human. Like we really the only ones who care about each other. Like on in, in the grand scheme of things, only humans care about humans, bro. You go live in the wild, bro. A deer will fuck you up. A moose will fuck you up. A lion, a jaguar, an elephant, a giraffe, a rhino, hyena, snakes, fucking lizards, spiders, everything. You will get fucked up. Don't don't know none of that. None of those things care about you, bro. They will fucking kill you. They will murder you, bro. So we supposed to look out for each other. Us, humans. And we failed to do that since the beginning of time. Like, think, like, think about this, bro. Like, niggas was hating on each other so much. Niggas disliked each other so much. Niggas created swords, bro. <laughs> like, think about it. Niggas had swords. Like, nigga, imagine having to wield a sword for the entirety of your life because niggas was hating. Like, that's really a life that was had on this planet by humans centuries ago. We're fucking disgusting. So back to my point on immigration, like let that would have been any person of color, yellow, brown, black. Motherfucker, immigration laws would have been enacted so fast. We wouldn't even had time to blink on Sunday. You feel me? Executive orders and all. Trump would have been hailed as a hero from the right. Yep, get them out of keep them out of here until we figure it out. But when it's our own people, bro, it be your own citizens. No one is doing a fucking thing, bro. Nobody has an answer. Nobody wants to sit down to converse enough to come up with an answer. And that and that just made me think, bro. Y'all hate us so much. Like, it's not even a color thing at this point with the mass shootings that I'm concerned about, bro. It's really a wealth thing. Because when mass shooter gonna walk, you feel me, into the elite space, you feel me? When he gonna walk, walk on Wall Street and start gunning motherfuckers down? Will it matter then? Like, will it matter then? Will it matter enough to get some legislation going? Or are these big gun companies and big lobbyists, or big money lobbyists, excuse me, are they just way too powerful for any of us? That can't be the case. The voice of a nation is the voice of a nation, bro. I can't be the only one that feels this way. I just can't, bro. Like, I feel so very hurt by this shit. Like, because it just continues to happen. It's a slap in the face. 
Like it really is. Like they hate the lower classes so much, bro. They willing to let this shit happen because it's just elitism. Like this shit is big money shit. You feel me? Like they don't give a fuck about us. They don't care, bro. They don't care how much food is in our refrigerator. Nothing. How much air we breathe, the quality of life, the things that we have the ability to consume. They just care that the little dollars that they do trickle down go right back to them. And for every dollar you keep giving them, you only getting a quarter back. And they don't care, bro. They not even trying to protect us at this point. We like bugs to them, bro. And this is just free extermination. That's what it's starting to feel like. So if they don't care about us, for if they really feel the way that they feel, for just give, give me my bag. Give me my fucking bag, bro. Like, I want my reparations bag. Like, if you told me I'm going to give you reparations, but you got to leave this fucking place, you got to go back to Africa. Give me my fucking bag. I don't care. I don't want to be here. If that's the way that you're going to continuously treat us, bro. Like, if they told my Mexican homeboy, get out of, get, get him a bag to leave, to go start over, go back to Mexico. Give, give us the bag. Like, you want us gone so bad, give us our bread. Give us everything we built. Give it back. And then we can talk. But they don't want to do that. And you know what's easier than paying niggas? Killing niggas. You know what's easier than fixing the educational system? Killing niggas. It's a travesty, man. It really is. And I was watching this show, The Americans, on FX. Great show. I finally mustered it up the courage to finish the last season, season six. I had been putting it off because it was such a great show and I didn't want it to end. And I'm, It is what it is, right? But yeah, like, spoiler alert. So at the end of the show, the, they had got caught as being Russian. So they, it's, a, it's a story about Russians, these two Russian spies come to America during the Cold War, pretending to be something they're not, obviously, American citizens, and spying on the government and reporting back to the Soviet Union. So at the end, they get caught by their neighbor who, as TV shows will have it, an FBI agent. So they have two kids now, a daughter and a son. Daughter is the oldest. The son, the younger of the two, he's still in high school at a private school. He knows nothing 
of their real identity. The daughter, however, does because she gets involved in it after she figures it out. She wants to be like mom. So they're caught. They have to leave the country. So at some point or another, they have to leave their son behind because he knows nothing of the life that they lead, right? And he would be ill-equipped to go back to the Soviet Union to restart his entire life because all he knows is he's American, this is the life that he lives, and he thrives in that society. So they decided, we're not going to tell him, we're going to leave him at his school, but we have to go today. So they just call him, hear his voice one more time, he like, y'all being weird as fuck, like y'all don't ever call and check on me. But I gotta go, cause my homies, we playing video games and shit, so I'ma holla at y'all niggas later. And they like, I right, bet, bye. He don't know what the fuck going on. So they continue on their journey, they get, they're on their way to Canada on the train, so they get across the border with their fake IDs, perfectly fine. They're all on different carts because they don't want to be seen together because, as you may or may not know, at the border there are wanted posters or the people at the border patrol have a list of fugitives that may or may not be trying to escape the Americas. They were on their list for obvious reasons. So they were all separated with their disguises and their fake passports. So they get past the border of Canada and you see on the train platform going back to New York, there's Paige. Now she was a college student at this time in the last episode, but she just looking at the ass like, bro, like she just staring like blankly at her mom and then at her dad as the train kind of rolls past rolled past and it's like that's fucked up like they're never in their life going to see their children again because of the life that they chose to live right That's crazy to me. But they were immigrants. And you think about they were illegal immigrants, actually. The the most illegal of the immigrants. They were spies. But they had their children here. So their children were American citizens. Now, whether Paige betrayed her country or what, or what have you in espionage, that's up to you to decide because our, our government has done some of the most egregious things ever recorded in human history. So let's not fucking get on our high horse about it. But I think about like how many times that happened to real people in real life all over the world in espionage like since the beginning of time like how many children grew up without parents because their parents 
were found out to be spies in a rival country. And that's fucking sad. They can never talk to their children again because then it traces back to their location or their whereabouts or their true identity and so on and so forth. And it's like, bro, like, we need to really appreciate what we have. Like, just little shit like that. Like, and then the grander scheme of things with these shootings and just the everyday killings even taking place every fucking day here in Chicago, bro. That's why people be tweaking like, bro, I really made it to 28. Bro, that shit is an accomplishment. Like, think about where you were not supposed to make it to on all of the crazy nights in your neighborhood. Now multiply that by 50,000. <laughs> and I think about that show and it's just like, what really is family, right? What really is family? Because now Paige and Henry, they don't have family. You feel me? Like, Paige, whatever she's about to do, she can't go back to New York for real. She got to get out of there. She got to completely change her life. She can never talk to her brother again. And it's like, bro, what's family? Like, because sometimes you grow up and you kind of feel like that. Like, you don't talk to certain members of your family after y'all have reached a certain point in y'all lives. And it's like, family, there's family, right? And then there's relatives. So I'm related to you. You feel me? Like, we're relatives. But little Dave, while I'm not related to him, that's family. Like, I think about growing up like all the things that our elders attempted to do for us and attempted to show us. And now that I'm here, like at this point in my life, I think about all the bullshit that they told us and how we couldn't discern it for ourselves, but they could, and they didn't even do that for themselves. So I get mad when I see my elders in positions of bad health, like that's one thing that I really get frustrated at because like you kept making the same mistake over and 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 over until like your body just said, fuck it, I can't go on. Like, that's when you decided it was too much for you, right? And oftentimes in the black community, and I'm going to speak specifically to that, and this is for everybody to relate to, but I'm going to specifically speak to that because, of course, I am black. I don't know any other community the way that I do my own. 
Like, we do this thing where we're superheroes until we're not, right? Like, think about your grandma or your great aunt or your auntie or your mom for that reason or for that, or for that, for that fact. Like, we're all superheroes until we're fucking not. Like, we want to do everything for everybody else. And we want to give everybody the best advice that we have. But we never want to do shit for ourselves. Or we never want to take heed of our own advice. Until it's too late. So then we're put in a position where we have to be taken care of. And for some people, that's harder to do than for others. So what brought me to here, because you don't get to pick your family, right? You're born into it. It's fucking happenstance. It's luck of the draw. But why? <laughs> and it, this is, I don't want to sound like an asshole and I don't want anybody to take it personal. I'm just speaking my truth. Right? You're born into it. It's happenstance. Luck of the draw. All that good stuff. But why do you have to put up with it? Or do you have to put up with it? Can you just say, fuck it? Like Paige did. She got off the train. I'm not going back to Russia. I'm not going back to the Soviet Union with y'all niggas. Y'all life messy as hell, and I'm not, I ain't never been over there. I'm not going. Sorry, I never see you again. I know that. But I have to do what I have to do for me. And if your family is that dysfunctional, why can't you do the same thing? Like, I love you all, but I love myself more, right? Like, wouldn't it, like, it feels like sometimes you just need to give up on people. Because, like I said, you see people make these same fucking roundabout mistakes time and time again. And at some point, whether you want to believe this or not, you are polluted with the problems in which you are surrounded by. So whether you grow up in a home where your parents do drugs, but you never become a drug addict or a drug dealer, maybe down the road you have trust issues with people that drink too much coffee and have the jitters or some wild shit like that. I don't know. It gives you anxiety or some shit like that. Like you're going to be affected. Like your mind frame will be polluted with the thoughts of your family's past trans transgressions or their current transgressions as you move forward in your life. Because you see so much like 
people always say, oh, you're becoming your mother or, oh, you're becoming your father or you act just like your auntie or you act just like your grandma or oh, you your granddad all over again. It's like, really? Is that a compliment? <laughs> like, is that a compliment, bro? Like, damn, I'm just like y'all. And I don't want to be. I just want to take the best attributes from you all and create this entirely new member of the family. But it feels like in order to do that, you have to go over there because there's so much pollution to be absorbed over here. The air quality is terrible. And maybe it's just because you spend so much time with your family that these things kind of ruffle your feathers. Because when other people come around, it's like, oh, your mom is so cool. or Your dad is so awesome. Your cousins are so neat. It's like, really? Them niggas kind of trash. Like, <laughs> but you love them anyway, right? But at some point, it's like, I kind of got to move around because I can't save y'all niggas. And y'all don't want to save y'all self. Because, bro, I've thrown many life jackets in that ocean. And y'all niggas still want to go Leonardo DiCaprio and Titanic. Bitch, it was plenty of room on that plank for you. Why didn't you get on? But my nigga, the sharks is coming. So I have to make a decision whether I want to live or die with you. So what exactly is family? I leave that question open-ended for you. But make sure you tell your peoples you love them, man. For real. Because life is so fucking precious. And it's so fucking short. And even though I believe I'm coming back, like, I don't want to come back as nothing too soon. You feel me? Because if I die and I come back a walrus, I'm going to be blue as fuck. I'm going to be so blown. Like, bro, I'm a walrus, like... After that lit-ass life I just lived, I'm a fucking walrus. Snow caps melting and shit. But yeah, man. Just some stuff for y'all to think about for real. I love you as a listener. Thank you, truly, for listening. I'll talk to y'all next week.